Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, my peeps? Uh, you are listening to the Sports Buzz, brought to you by the beautiful, the delicious Strangeland Brewery. Beer for every occasion. Beer for every occasion. Beer for all occasions. Beer for the most of occasions. Here you guys go. Oh, thank, thank you, you sir. Freshly cracked you. beers. Thank you. Uh, I will be your fearless host tonight. Uh, we are recording Tuesday, January 23rd. Uh, this is for Two, Friday. Five. January something 26. 20, I'm gonna say 26 just as you said it. Hmm. Uh, if we're wrong, that's Ballad's fault. That's our producer. It is the 26th. Hello. Uh, and my boy, our expert Chad in the building. What up? Uh, Dale is not here. Uh, Dale's absent. Dale. It is Dale's own fault. Uh, Dale Gribble. Yeah, he's, he's a real piece of shit right now. He is a massive piece of he's shit. He's in the doghouse. Uh, but we will do a show regardless. Uh, please, 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 if you are on iTunes or SoundCloud, give us a subscribe, a like, five-star review. We appreciate those. Tell please. Your, tell your friends. Share us on the social medias, on the interwebs. Uh, it's all good stuff. Uh, we always appreciate that. Um this is our amateur hour, uh, so we will be amateur-ish for this show, uh, but it will be a great show nonetheless. Uh, we got some show business coming up, some college basketball catch-up. We're going to get you all caught up on basketball season. If you haven't been doing your homework, take notes because no. this is everything you've been needing to know. If you've been all dog-ate-my-college-basketball knowledge, this is the week to chime in. This is the week to get it back. Uh, we'll have, of course, our Texas 10, uh, some segments, some first impressions, and, of course, the return of our man, Dickie V. Oh, I can't oh. wait to get Dickie V on the phone. Oh, it's going to be good to have him back in the building. We got a little, we got a little taste of Dickie V last time we were here, but uh, it's been the a whole, while. Full serving? Can't wait. It, it should be a whole lot of fun. I know Dickie's excited about it as well. Uh, but let me tell you something. Strange Down Brewery, it's in stores. Get it, buy it, drink it. It is delicious. It is the best beer you can have. Uh, trust me, I have a tattoo of it on my body. It's it's the good stuff. Like Drake said, I got it on me. I got it on me. Uh, also, if you're out at bars, ask for Strange Land Brewery. If they don't have it, tell them they need it because it's that good. Uh, we're trying to get it around every bar possible we can in Austin. Uh, that's the goal. So uh, we need your help uh, around Texas even. Uh 
Let them know. Let them know you need Strange Land Brew in your life. Uh, it is that good. Let them know you refuse to drink anything else with Strange Land. Order the cheapest beer you can get and then just dump it on the table and say, you know what? I would never do this to a Strange Land beer. Yeah, pull one out for the homies. Don't uh, tell anyone that Sportswest tells you to do that, though. That would be not good. Yeah, we don't want bad etiquette out in public, so, you know, control yourself a little bit. Yeah, sure. But ask for it. Just don't reference us. And uh, let them know you heard about it on Twitter. They're at Strangeland Brew. Uh, we are also at SportsBuzzTX. So give us a shout. If there's something you want to hear about, something you hate, I don't care. But I will respond to you on Twitter. You know what? I get a lot of people asking me, like, Chet, how do I call into the show? How can I talk mm. to you guys? So hit us up on social media. Yep. Let us know. Whatever you want to talk about. We'll, we'll more than happily roast you on our podcast. Just yeah. let us know. Yeah. It also sounds like we need another sponsor for uh, our hotline. You know? It's true. The Strangeland hot, or, uh, Sportsbook's hotline. We could have a Wings hotline. Mm. Just saying. We're going to get some Wings later. We need a Wings sponsor, too. Uh, we'll, we'll get into some Wings a little bit later. First things uh, first. But let's get this shit started. Let's get our yes. show on the road. Uh, show business. First up, uh, let's let's... You know, everyone else, you know, we had a week off, uh, some some issues came up, some weather, some work-related stuff. Uncontrollable Some, some things scenarios. beyond our control. Uh, but we all showed up this week. Uh, Dale did not show up. Damn it, Dale. If, Dale. You, if you don't know why Dale is not here, you need to listen to our pro show and figure out what's going on with Dale, because Dale is a real piece of shit right now. Dale! And if you don't know who Dale is, he's the only person who's normally on the show who's not talking right now. And I, we made we made a rule in the pro show, go back and listen to it, that we can't say his name for the rest of the show, which made that really difficult to explain. We'll see if Coach actually figures it out yeah. in the amateur hour. I'm on a roll right now. Because but, yeah. he's probably, he's definitely two beers deep just because he couldn't say Dale. At least. Once we go to a strange land, I forget people's names. By the time we're done with this show, Coach is going to forget Dale's real name, and he's going to be permanently just be Dale forever on. We might have to make that motion to end the show. Ooh, we could vote. We have, we could vote. <laughs> we have a quorum. <laughs> we have so a quorum. we'll see what happens, uh, but that is not part of show business. Uh, next piece of business, let's see. Uh, it's time to focus on college basketball, guys. Uh, basketball's here. Our expert is in the building. Uh, we, we got some control, um, but... I gotta say, expert, you know, for as much time as I thought you spent on college basketball, something came up this weekend that uh, I guess you had no control over. Uh, you were monetarily uh, invested in this, you uh, you may say. Uh, yeah. Yep. But uh, yep. what, what happened? I saw you were out on the mean streets of Austin this weekend. I was. I was on the mean streets of Austin. Uh, there was the 3M, uh, free plug for 3M, right. uh, 3M half marathon, and... Uh, the significant other uh, is an amateur runner. She's my wife. Uh, not yet. <laughs> we all got wives And uh, she decided that she wanted to uh, test the waters with a little half marathon. Um, she's ran plenty of them in the past. And she's working up to her eighth or ninth marathon. Uh, that's going to be in February. Ooh. And she wanted to at least see how in shape she was for the half marathon. So um, she's been training. Uh, she woke up in the morning kind of sick, um, but background story on that is, uh, no, she's not pregnant. You're good. All right. We're, we're, we're clean on that. Oh, there you go. 
Um, Jazz eating blanks. Very I, good. I, I, I was I was out at the ranch though uh, this weekend with uh, Ballad and uh, had to leave there early to go support the lady. And uh, she finished it in, uh, I think it was a, an hour 50, somewhere around there. Uh, so she did really well. Um, however. This is twice now you guys got on a podcast trip for that. Yeah. Just so yeah, you yeah. know. So uh, we, will, we will make it. We will have another one. Two. Pretty soon. <laughs> um, uh, hopefully in the next few weekends we can plan something out. Uh, but yeah, so went and supported her. Um, you know, uh, I did not run. Uh, I am not a runner. Uh, I have been dabbling a little bit here recently in in the the yogging world. The arts of yogging. The arts of yogging. Um, really, just run for extended periods of time. It's supposed to be exhilarating. It's supposed to be exhilarating. That's <laughs> what I hear. It's supposed to be exhilarating. It's fucking terrible. Uh, for people who run half marathons and marathons, I don't know how you do it. My hat's off to you because mm-hmm. I could not run for two hours and enjoy myself. Okay, I just want to throw that out there. Here's the thing. So, so Chad. Clearly has a girlfriend who's great at running. We need to find some recreational sport for Chad that he can get real good at that Danielle can never catch up to. Because there's there's no way in hell Chad's gonna ever run enough that where he could be as fast or faster than Danielle. At this well, I'll tell you back. Small callback. We are going to get Chad to kick basketballs into a hoop from half court. Oh, it yeah. is going to happen. Uh, so we'll see who's better at kicking uh, basketballs in the hoops, Daniel or Chad. Hmm. Ooh, it's definitely going to be me. She doesn't know if she's left-footed or right-footed, so uh, hey, I definitely have the edge on this. But it's a 50-50 mix, you know. You know there is no 50-50. She's I good, am 100% going to win She's this good with the legs. Uh, you're good with the hoops. No, I'm Ooh, definitely yeah, going to win the leg strength. She's a runner. I will bet my house. Endurance. I will bet my house that I beat her to this. Wow. However, however, I will I will say that um, – uh, I did pay for this half marathon, oh. and I never received a medal. Mm. Well, that, that's my just... dog got a medal. I didn't it? get a medal. Was this 5K in Russia? Like, what's going on? It's... 3M, we're looking at you. Uh, we have someone who completed, paid for and completed a marathon with no medal. Uh, Ooh, no, no, no. Paid for it. Didn't complete. I did not run it. Hey, it was completed. But it was completed. It was so. completed. Did you clear. showed up to the, the half marathon? Did you I not? did. I was there. Honestly, I on think time? I drove at least thirteen point one miles to, least. from start to finish. <laughs> so I mm. should get something. Okay, I didn't have a bib or anything like that, but I think I should be paid back. All they gave me. Wait, so all the other runners had bibs? You didn't? I did not. That sounds like you had a disadvantage. I was at a huge disadvantage. Were you okay. wearing running shoes? Uh, I, I actually was wearing running shoes. Yes. Okay, well that's good. I was wearing my Asics. Um, I had them on. I had to look. Shoes. I had to look the part. You know, I had a little Nike warm up on. Like, you yeah. know, I was I was ready. I was ready. Um, but yeah, uh, all, all that I got out of this entire thing was three M sticky notes, mm-hmm. a couple pairs of scissors, and some scotch tape. Three M, be on the lookout. Twitter is going about to get live for you guys. Uh, just so you know. Uh, so next piece of business. Uh. I'm proud to say that I have fulfilled my bet obligations. Yeah, you have. Uh, paid in, in big full. Uh, Strangeland Brewery, their logo is now permanently tattooed on my body uh, for the remainder of my life. Um, and I'm proud to wear it. It is a super clean tattoo uh, done by Noah Chamberlain out at Steadfast Tattoos. Uh, does great tattoos. Uh, he's worked on my whole family personally, so uh, it's good news there. Um, but shout out Noah did a great job, bang up job on a Strangeland tattoo. Looks good. Looks really good. Now I'll be promoing them for Ever. the rest of my life, whether this podcast makes it or not. Perfect. Forever. Sounds good. Forever, ever. 
This is, we're gonna get coach some flip flops because he's got it on his foot. He's gonna have some sandals. Um, whether we'll whether he wears socks with them or not, we can't we can't help that. Mm, never know. Ooh, we should get him some see through shoes. They gotta make those out there, right? Oh, they have some to. clear socks. If they socks. don't, ooh, some Crocs, Crocs. some clear socks. Would your face. tattoo be visible if you wore Crocs? No, definitely not. Right on the top. It's gotta be sandals some, or nothing. What do you got? Some custom made Crocs. Just with a hole in the middle? Yeah. That'd be nice. We got some saran wrap. We can figure something out. See through socks, dude. I mean, I think we're on to a new business model here. Uh, but I, we, we didn't even touch on this but last episode, but uh, I got to say, this prior to the weather fucking our whole show up, Coach over here had the first perfect week in First Impressions history. It's true. Uh, you know, going four and four in the NFL and uh, perfect five and five in college hoops against the spread. I will add that is extremely impressive. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw in an I was right and uh, tip my hat to you guys because I am on fire right now, and that's why I'm the host of this show. I don't want to. I don't want to add fuel to the flame here, but I, I'm gonna do it anyways. We can go back even to the week before, and you also picked the Bama Georgia game correctly. So that's technically three shows in a row of perfect picks mm. with the amateur hour, a pro show, and then another amateur hour. Hey. I, I will say this. You were due because you've been <laughs> shitty at this point, okay? So we'll go ahead and give you three weeks uh, because the last year has been awful. Hey, call me Coach Clutch because that's uh, that's what I'm ready to go. Hey, I got a question, though. Why are you opening all of our beers again? Uh, because I lost the bet. Oh. See, that's what has to happen. Mm. You have to lose something. To, to gain good. something. It's got to be about perspective. It's always about perspective. He, he, you know what? Now he's paying attention because he wants to get this done before March. Well, he's an accountant. You know, you got to have both seats in the balance sheet balanced correctly. So you got to do terrible and it is good. It is tax season. This is also tax season for sure. This is also why Ballard has never won a fantasy championship. He's, I've lost multiple leagues and I've won multiple leagues. He's, so he's, it's he's a only balance. At, he's only at his best when it's tax season. It's, and it is sure. tax season. <laughs> Tax season. Yeah, see? I had to get there. The, the pick is at the end of the year. I'm not ready. I'm, I'm preparing for tax season. It's just not time. Guys, uh, real quick, I'll last... say in your last 14 picks, you've only gotten one wrong. Because I'm looking back at the Ooh. pro show of that week as well. The wild card round, you only had one miss on that as well. Okay, this is all well and good, but you That's don't need good. to look back any further. Yeah, I'm done talking about last it. Last piece of business, our show bet. We uh, we got Mississippi State traveling to Kentucky. It is not looking good for us right now. We still got plenty of time in the second half. Uh, but we took Kentucky at 7.5 point favorites at home. Uh, we'll see what happens. This is the first time they haven't been in the top 25 since uh, March of 2014, <clears throat> fellas. So we're taking a bit of a gamble. But hey... That's what gambling is all about, right? Let me give you a couple stats that made me think that this was a surefire lock. I'll first say, head-to-head, straight-up record, Kentucky 10-0 against Mississippi State. Moving on, Mississippi State 1-4 against the spread in their last five games. 1-4 straight up in their last five games. Zero in five in their last five road games. Just I could go on and on, but there was no way that they were going to win or cover the spread. And of course, that's the exact time I put my money on it. I say our money on it. And here we are, not looking good at all. Well, here we are. 
I'm riding a hot streak, and our show has been terrible in show that's lately, so we're going to have to around a bit. I'm, I'm, Uncle Max having a bad college basketball week. I'll just, I'll just go ahead and say that. <laughs> uh, but that's that's what, uh, you know, maybe balance sheet. Maybe next week will be great. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, but that's our show business. Uh, let's get into what's really important here in our amateur hour. It's our college basketball catch-up. We got the expert in the house. Chad, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Yeah, I'll, I'll start us off with a little bit of something here. Uh, guys, uh, college basketball has been in full swing for a while now. We're, you know, almost halfway through conference play. Uh, a lot of the big dogs are still at the top. Um, you know, you have, uh, blue bloods like Kentucky that we have a show bet on that actually just fell out of the top 25 for the first time in four years. So, um, you know, there's not necessarily the top of the top. But you still have some blue blood programs from the last few years that are still in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Villanova at number one, guys with one loss. Um, right there, it looks like they are 19 and one. Uh, they did win tonight. Um, they look really good. Yeah. For, you know, from the top, they look. You know, from the top down, they look great. Um, you know, right after them in the top 25 is Virginia. Virginia beat Clemson tonight by 30 points. Jeez. So they look. They look really good as well. Um, Clemson having a big injury, I forget his name, but missing a player. Yeah, they're missing a player, but they are ranked 18. So they beat the yeah. 18th ranked team uh, by 30 points, which is huge. Um, when we're looking at this from a breakdown of conferences, uh, the Big 12 conference is still the conference in, in in college basketball. You had four teams at one point within the top 10. Mm. Um, and, of course, they're just beating each other up. All the way throughout conference play. Yep. Um, the, Which gets you primed for March Madness. It gets you primed. You gotta so, go through the gauntlet first. So out of ten teams in the Big Twelve, um, eight of them might go to the tournament. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if eight out of ten teams went to the tournament. Um, you have teams like Iowa State, who is actually at the bottom of the Big Twelve right now, that just knocked off Kansas recently. Um, so you have teams all over the place that are beating great teams in the Big 12. It's 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 the best conference in, in the country, in my opinion. Well, and especially when you look at a team like Oklahoma with Trey Young, who is just dominating college basketball this year. I mean, he has, what, three of – I think this was the number I looked at – three of the eight games where a player has scored 43-plus points in a game or something like that – I mean, the kid is phenomenal to watch. Um, I think he's what's made Oklahoma an outstanding team. Um, and I think he's what's helped them be at the top of the Big 12 all year. I mean, I don't know what you've seen on this kid, Chad, but, I mean, he's absolutely sensational to watch. Yeah, he's um, he does everything. He spreads the ball around. He can shoot from anywhere. Um, he gets his teammates involved really well. He runs the offense. He's a leader. Um, I think that um, towards the middle of the season, the hype has kind of gotten to him. He started shooting a lot more. He started taking some bad shots. Mm. Um, just the other day against um, – oh, I forgot who they played. Just the other day, he actually took – Oklahoma State. I think it was. He took 39 shots. He made 14 of them. He still scored 40-something points. But he took way too many shots. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight, 
They actually played Kansas. Beat Kansas tonight. He took nine shots. He had 26 points. So um, he can get the job done. He just needs to learn. He needs a little bit more maturity in him to, to be able to figure out. But he is the leading player right now for best player in college basketball. No doubt. Hands down. Um, I think another big story to come out this year in college basketball was really early on. Uh, the FBI investigation that took place, uh, several Division One assistants were taken down. Uh, also including head coach Rick Pitino from Louisville. Um, this was a large investigation, uh, not only into Louisville, but NCAA basketball in itself. Um, we thought it was going to be more of a, a bigger storyline than it kind of has turned out to be because of just the crazy basketball that's gone on this year. Uh, but what do you think that kind of influence had on the season thus far, Chad? Um, I think that it hasn't had much of an impact on the season, but I think on seasons to come, it's going to have a huge impact. I think that the NCAA is going to go back to the drawing board and really try to figure out what is going on with college basketball. Because in the grand scheme of things, guys, college basketball has pretty much been dead. There, it's it's kind of a broken system. There isn't a system, and that's the issue. Um, the NCAA has hired people like David Robinson and a few other people, Condoleezza Rice, actually, to come in and evaluate what is going on with college basketball. When you're talking about um, uh, companies like Adidas and Nike coming in and throwing money around to these players and coaches to try to get them to sign with them whenever they do turn pro. So there are going to be a ton of changes coming down the pipe. The only thing that worries me is that the NCAA isn't going to do anything about it. Because to this point, really, they haven't they haven't sucked their nose into anything when it comes to college basketball. Football, we've heard tons of things that have gone on. But mm-hmm. with college basketball, there's a bowl. I mean, there's a uh, postseason ban here and there but never to the extent of what it is for football. So um, we'll see. They're also talking about changing the one-and-done rule as well. Um, They're talking about either you go straight from high school or you spend three years in college, which is actually going to benefit college basketball a ton because you're going to be able to see players actually grow up and develop in college and not ruin their lives by trying to go one-and-done and and be in the D-League for a couple years and not have a college degree. So – um, there's a lot of things coming down the pipe. So what you're talking about with this Louisville scandal, um, it doesn't have a huge impact right now, but it will coming up very, very, very soon. That's really interesting. And I, you know, I like what you're talking about with the one and done system, you know, um, <clears throat> I, I think it does have a huge impact on the landscape of, on college basketball stuff. I mean, we look at Kentucky, you know, someone we've talked about, we have our show bet on them. So it is but doing terrible right this now. This is a team that has thrived in the last half decade on the one-and-done type player, and they brought in so many and sent so many to the NBA. Well, you look at them now, they're they're absolutely trash. Like, they're struggling at home against Mississippi State right now, and it, it shows that the one-and-done can catch up to you in time. Um, I, I think it'll be an interesting conversation moving forward. I think not having the one and done is huge. I think at least playing two full seasons and being in school for two years is hugely important, not only in your growth as a person, but as an athletic individual as well. So I think that's very interesting. Um, 
I think the last topic I want to talk about before we move on to kind of what we see coming from college basketball, the the uh, famous three on five game, uh, old Mi- uh, Alabama against Minnesota. I want to bring you back to this, Chad. Uh, all but three players for Alabama were either fouled out or ejected against a game against Minnesota earlier this year. Uh, it had to do with the rules of leaving the bench uh, during any on the court issues. Uh, this was kind of one of the most exciting things I think that has happened as far as storylines go in college basketball so far. Kind of walk us through this, Chad. What 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 at least goes on for you mentally as a player if something this chaotic starts to happen on a basketball court? The problem with this entire scenario is that you never plan for this. Like this isn't something that coaches say, "Hey, let's play three on five real quick and practices." It's not something you practice. It, I mean, you just never it's not get hockey. to this point. You don't need. You don't no. need. A, it's like a. Well, it's like two, the. It's like the, the ultimate box. power play. Yeah. You know. Um. You never practice this. So, um, for the fact that Alabama was able to actually outscore their opponent <laughs> with three players says a lot about Alabama, how good they might be mm-hmm. potentially, but it also shows how really shitty. Minnesota probably is. Well, you know who coaches Minnesota, right? I do not. Patino's son. Ooh. Well, that makes it even better for how crappy they are. Um, but <laughs> but but what really strikes me about this entire thing, whenever you're seeing a player kind of really rise out of the ashes and carry Alabama in that, in that game with three players, Alabama's not even in the top 25. No. And they're struggling against Ole Miss tonight, 59-67. So, whenever you have you have a team that actually might gel after a, a situation like that, they don't. They go the absolute opposite way. So, again, it, it's it's the most bizarre thing I think I've ever seen in college basketball because I've never seen a team play with three players. But you would think that they might come together after that, after actually showing some fight. But they haven't. So, um you know, yeah. I mean, it was it was absolutely crazy. I I don't know what would go through a player's mind at that in that situation. If if you knew that you were playing down two guys from any sport and you're already losing, you don't really have much high hopes to actually win the game. Let's be honest. No. I mean, from a mindset, you you wouldn't. <laughs> you absolutely wouldn't. Like if if you were in in sales, like what Ballad and I are, right? Mm-hmm. And um. You find out that two people that you talk to all the time that help you out in your in your job every day aren't there anymore. You wouldn't think you'd be as productive as someone else that had those people. So, um, it's crazy. It was absolutely it was absolutely crazy. And we talked about it on the podcast too how nuts it was beforehand. Um, but and if you don't know about this, I recommend you go on YouTube and, and find this because. It, it is one of the craziest things we've ever seen in college basketball. It's, it's absolutely nuts. A two-man advantage is something you only think you see in hockey. No, it actually happens in basketball as well. Um, but, you know, Chad, here we are a month and a half away from the madness. Where I mean, th- this has been a crazy year so far. Arizona State has been a top team in the country for a bit. And not just in partying, in actual sports, in playing basketball – They've been a number one team. Seeing how much of a roller coaster this year has been, I mean, even looking at our own team here at home in Texas, it's been a crazy year. 
What do you think we see leading up to the madness before we have to pick our brackets? We're going to see a lot of chaos leading up. Um, you know, there are a ton of teams. There, okay, so Villanova and Virginia with one loss at the top. Uh, they're playing the best basketball I've seen out of any team right now currently. So I think that they will be a one seed in the bracket. I look at the bottom half of... Look at the bottom half. So Gonzaga down at 15 to 25 in the top 25. Mm-hmm. I could see any one of those teams dropping out of the top 25. I could see yeah. this changing... Drastically, you look at a team like uh, let's just take the Big 12 for example. You take a team like Texas, who has beat a ton of quality talent that mm-hmm. is in the top 25 already. Um, they win a couple more, they're going to be in the top 25. You look at teams like Michigan at 25, um, they can lose one game and be completely out of it completely. Um, Florida, five losses. Wichita State, who is in a Terrible conference to begin with. They lose one more, they're out of the top 25. Um, St. Mary's, they're at two losses and at 16, um, but they're in the worst conference that they could possibly be in. So if they lose one, they're out. Um, it's you, you just see it from 15 down. Any one of those teams that lose, they could be completely out of the top 25. And I'll tell you a team that I guarantee is not going to be in the top 25. Didn't bring me any pleasure to say this. But there's no way Auburn keeps this spot. I'm looking at their schedule right now. They have not beat anybody worth bragging about. I mean, their their best quality win is. I mean, I'm I'm having a hard time finding it to be completely honest. There and they've got, quite frankly, a brutal schedule coming up. They got to play Texas A&M, who's pretty good. They got to play Kentucky. They've got to play you know schools like Florida a couple times. Like I, I just don't see Auburn keeping this up. They had a good first run of the season, but they are not going to be in the top 25 come March Madness. Um, guys, what do you think? Should we make some way too early national champion picks while we're here? We can always attempt it. I think we can. Um... Wait, time out. I'm sorry. I wanted to bring up something. You just brought up some things you're excited for for the rest of college basketball we're coming up on a fun tradition the big 12 versus sec uh, a couple of weeks we got going on you know we're in the middle of conference play but for whatever reason i don't know whose idea this was probably consulated rice if i had to guess yep uh where the big 12 and the sec oh condi they just they just play a couple of games against each other which is i think a fantastic idea in the middle of season i love it beautiful um I'm going to read a couple of these off to you. Let me let me tell you what – or tell me what get, gets you excited. we got Baylor at Florida, Tennessee at Iowa State, Texas A&M at Kansas, Georgia, Kansas State, OU in Alabama, Oklahoma State at Arkansas, TCU traveling to Vanderbilt, Mississippi going to take on Texas, Texas Tech in South Carolina, and then Kentucky and West Virginia. So I got a couple. You want to go? Two games that stand out to me are Texas A&M in Kansas and Kentucky, West Virginia. And I know that's what you're going with, uh, especially watching the way West Virginia beat the shit out of Texas the other day. Um, West Virginia and Oklahoma are probably 
the two two of the top teams. I mean, West Virginia, Kansas, and Oklahoma are the top teams in in the Big Twelve. Um, but I think the A and M team is extremely good. So that that Kansas game is going to be a big game. I mean, it's going to. I believe it's a nationally televised game. Um, These all probably will be. Yeah, I, I feel like most of them are going to be. I think your Tennessee Iowa State game is going to be one of those middle tier games. Um, I think you get a couple games that that lean a certain way. Um, but to me, the the A and M Kansas game and and the Kentucky West Virginia game are just the two. They're the two gridiron games. You know, they're the two games that you want to see no matter what sport it is because they're they're pedigree programs mm-hmm. and. When it comes to basketball, these are all top level teams right now. Um, I I think A and M Kansas is going to be uh, the most interesting one in my opinion. Um, just seeing the way Kentucky has played this year, Kansas is still kind of middling on trying to be that top level team. Um, they're just not finding it very consistently, and A and M is playing extremely good basketball. I, I think they've had a really good year thus far, and I think they're going to make the tournament, and I think they're going to do some good things. Um, but that, to me, is the most interesting game there. And especially with the Jayhawks being 20-1 and all-time against AM. Yeah, so uh, you brought up some really good games, some really good points. Um, I will say that Texas A&M, the first game of the year was against West, West Virginia. They crushed West Virginia in that game. Um, so it's going to be huge. It's going to be a huge game. One of the biggest games. Biggest game that I see on here is actually Baylor ver- Baylor at Florida. Yep. And the reason I say that is because Florida is the highest ranked team in the SEC. I, I, I say that. Uh, I think Auburn might be ranked a little bit higher than Florida um, by one spot. They're ranked one spot higher than Florida. Baylor is at the bottom of the Big 12. But Baylor can beat anyone on any given night. So they beat Texas. So if Baylor beats Florida in this game, it just shows that it doesn't matter what anything else happens throughout this. SEC is at literally the bottom of any division when it comes to basketball. They have no one in the top 15, top 20 that can actually deal with a real conference when it comes to basketball, which is really sad because we have a – Football division in SEC that is taking a backseat to the ACC. And now the ACC, whenever it comes to basketball, is actually like really good. It makes SEC kind of vulnerable when it comes to a lot of different things. So, so that's is, big. Is it, is it, so Baylor's basketball team, is it okay to cheer for Baylor basketball? It, what's the, what's the verdict on that? It's never okay to cheer for Baylor or anything. Hey, they haven't killed but anybody in over a decade, okay? <laughs> uh, real quick before we hit a break. <laughs> Has it been a decade already? I believe so. I mean, real quick, before we hit a break. Recent. Coach, give me your, give me your way too early March Madness champion. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to go out of the boundaries here. I I think Duke is the best team in the country. I I think just standing against all Duke is that good. And I think when it comes to surprises, I think there's a lot this season. But I don't think Duke has fallen below the ability to handle those kind of surprises. So to pick a March Madness champion now, I would I would put my money on someone like Duke. Now, that's not to take away at all from what Villanova and Virginia have done because they've played some extremely good basketball this year. 
Chad? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Virginia on this one. Um, at least right now. I really love what Virginia's doing. Virginia's good. I really love the way that they play from top to bottom. They work it inside out. They shoot three. The, the ball movement with Virginia is fantastic. Um, so if I had to pick one right now, I'd pick Virginia. <clears throat> if I had to pick one right now, I'm going to take West Virginia. I really like what they've done so far. You mentioned the loss to Texas A&M. That was really early in the season, so I, I discount that loss a little bit. And since then, their only losses have been to Texas Tech at Lubbock. Hard place to play. They just lost to TCU last night. Yep. At, in TCU, a weird Monday night game. And then in between that was a loss to Kansas in West Virginia. So that's a bad loss, but... I just like the way the West Virginia plays. I love their full court press. I think that does really well in March Madness when you're playing these back to back games. Um, if I take one to, right now, I'm taking West Virginia. And we all know Dale is. He loves Kentucky. You know, he's a huge Kentucky bandwagon guy. So, dude, for sure, Dale's totally Dale. picking Cincinnati in this one, guys. Don't don't fool yourselves. Oh, surprise. Yep, he's definitely taking Cincinnati. Uh, before we get to the break, Washington. though. Chicken wing guesses. Ooh, Ooh, yes. Generally, we have chicken wings tonight. We'll have extra since uh, since our friend uh, will be here to eat any with us. But Chad, I will uh, I will defer the first guess to you. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go with um, classic barbecue. Classic barbecue. Uh, you know what? Since Dale's not here and I'm chilling in the coach's corner, I'm going with garlic parmesan, baby. You yeah, go with that yeah. every time. That's, no, that's, whether you're in the coach's corner or not. That's Dale's pick. Dale. Dale loves the garlic parm. He does. And uh, just to update us before our break on the show, but uh, Kentucky just went up by eight. So we are looking good, boys. We're looking better than we were at halftime. But we'll see what happens when we come back from this break uh, with some more sports buzz. Buzz. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? Do you feel the buzz or is it just me? Trust me, something in the bed just above me. Something like a dream state, you call it a clean break. Do you feel the buzz, baby? Do you feel the buzz? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz, uh, another edition of our Amateur Hour. Uh, we're currently catching a little buzz on with our Strangeland Brews uh, here on the Sports Buzz. Hello. Just, just a tag. Uh, our sports bet, though, is getting hot and heavy. Kentucky currently up by nine against Mississippi State. They have transitioned to the zone defense. Trying to get us this win on the show bet. God damn it. Uh, Almost the second that we start talking about it. It is now six with a foul. Now it's not good because Mississippi just Mississippi State just hit a three and one. Uh we'll see what happens. This one's gonna get tight here at the end. Uh under four minutes to go left in the game. Uh but we're gonna get into our Texas ten real quick. Ooh. Uh Chad, let's start talking about some Texas. Let's basketball. start talking some Texas basketball guys. Um you know, I don't remember exactly where we left off because we haven't done this show in so long. So um, let's look back at uh, the last couple games that Texas has played. Um, Tech came into town. Uh, Longhorns ended up getting the win against Tech, guys. Uh, they beat them by nine points. Tech, at the time, was the eighth-ranked team in the country. 
Great win for Shaka Smart and the Texas Longhorns. This is a huge game for Texas, guys. Um, you know, uh, they have to protect home court at the end of the day. It's been a long time since I've seen Texas get a top 10 win at home or anywhere. So that was awesome to see. It's been a long time. Uh, they got the job done. Uh, Tech looked terrible um, when it comes to – it was just a mismatch. Texas was – Texas height outmatched TCU's physicality at the end of the day. Tech couldn't get anything going. Texas dominated this from start to finish. They look real good. I mean, shouldn't Texas have a height advantage against everybody when you have a player who is 16 feet tall in Mo Bamba? They should, but Mo Bamba's pretty weak, man. Soft. He's pretty weak. Soft. Uh, he's got he's got a lot to do in the weight room. He's not like a Kevin Durant, where Kevin Durant doesn't have to lift a weight in his life, and he can just shoot from anywhere. He's not a shooter like KD was. Uh, I, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing I've noticed about Bamba this whole year is that he's just soft. I mean, when it comes to being a big man, he is extremely soft, and it matters at certain stages in the game. So, moving on from that Tech game, you go, we get to West Virginia, where... Texas gets absolutely destroyed. Uh, looking at the box score, Bamba doesn't score in the last 15 minutes of the game. Ends the game with nine points. Osinkowski doesn't score in the last 11 minutes of the game. So there's your two big men not scoring for the last 11 plus minutes of the game. Um, and, and really, Texas doesn't get a single score out of, into double digits. It was a disaster. It was a disaster game on the road. Um, I, and I mean, this to me is the roller coaster that has been Texas basketball all year. Um, they're very consistent. They're a good-looking team. They shoot the ball well. They move it well in certain games. And then they get into periods where they're the team that everybody expects to not shoot well. Teams play zone defense, and Texas can't shoot well. And then they look terrible. Um, and then, you know, last night we get a win, a big win, a 16 point win against Iowa state at home. It, to me, this is just a roller coaster. That is Texas basketball right now. They're so young and talented. However, that talent doesn't always translate into the game. Well, you may take some pleasure in that West Virginia game where our missing comrade. Dale. Uh, took a bet on Texas, which I told him was a terrible bet. They were like uh like plus like nine and a half was it in West Virginia? Yeah. And I told him there was no way Texas <laughs> was gonna win this game or cover. or cover. West Virginia coming off two losses, coming back home. I knew there was no way they were gonna cover that. And uh our friend there Dale Gribble. Uh had to put his money in someone else's pocket, so that he did. That he did. I was there for it. It was fantastic because uh, it's always great when Dale loses anything. I drunkenly slept through the second half of this game, but I knew by the time I dozed off that it was over. That he did. I know that what you're did. saying. Zach, wasn't this game uh, uh, in the uh, middle? I will. In the middle of the day, yes, I was drunk. <laughs> I mean, you hey, can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. If you don't start in the morning, you can't drink all day. Classic, classic idiom of this podcast. That's science. Uh... <laughs> And just absolute fact. Yeah, but again, they're up and down all over the place. Um, what really worries me about Texas is that they are living and dying right now on Kerwin Roach. Mm -hmm. They they go as Kerwin Roach does. 
Um, and he's always hit or miss. If he's having a having an off game, they're not going anywhere. They're not scoring any points. Uh, on top of that, they always have a height advantage, and they never take advantage of it. It drives me absolutely insane. On top of that, this little guy, and I can say little guy because he's a guard, Jacob Young is the worst player that I have seen for Texas. He is so out of control. It is ridiculous. He doesn't need any playing time. He he, he shouldn't be playing at all. Those are big words. It, it, it's true. And, and the sad part about it is, is against Iowa State, they played 10 guys. They played 10 guys. And they don't need to play 10 guys. They only need to play 8 or 9. They only they only need to play 8 or 9. They only need to play 10. It, it absolutely drives me insane. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what Shaka Smart's thinking. Um, again, I'm really critical on Shaka Smart because this team has been so mediocre under Shaka Smart. It's terrible. Um, when Rick Barnes was a the coach, they missed a tournament twice in his 13 or longer than that. I forgot even how long Barnes was there. So is this Shaka's second or third year? This is his third. Third or fourth. Like, how hot is Shaka Smart's seat right now? Let me tell you this. Shaka Smart came in the same time that Charlie Strong came in. Charlie Strong was there for three years. Herman was four. This, I think this is his fourth year. But I think Charlie was brought... Okay, it might be his third year. It might be his third year. It might be his third year. I think he was brought in the first year Charlie was there. But regardless, we should be seeing more production out of oh, absolutely. out of this team. It's it's terrible. The offense gets stagnant so much. Um, but Texas is in a good spot. They've, they've had some good wins. They need to win out at home. This, if they go five, they have ten games left in conference. Mm-hmm. If they go five and five, they make the tournament. And they have five home games left. And and this has been their first major recruiting class that has actually had splashy names. It's It's been a good numbered recruiting class. But ultimately, to me, it has not turned into that recruiting class that it was on paper. Yep. Uh, Coleman is a ghost of what he actually should be, or at least what was expected of him. Yep. Um, Bamba, to me, is soft. Osikowski is a wonderful addition to the team. However, this is his only year. Yep. So, to me, beyond that, it doesn't really matter. Kerwin Roach being the one that's having to be relied upon is actually hilarious to me because he is the most inconsistent and the one person you don't want to rely on to be the guy for you. So, it, it, it's been very interesting for Texas. Um, it, As you said, it'll be a tight closing to the, the end of the season, but they need to make the tournament. I was going to say... Go, going to your point of the hot seat, if they don't make the tournament... That shit is boiling. Oh, the, no, he's gone. That, that seat's on fire. He's gone. So you said they need to win basically half of their next games. Yeah, they win 50%. Five Let me five. Read, I'm going to read these games one by one. Tell me win or loss. Okay. Expert. Let me tell you. Tell me home or, home or away. Um, okay. Let me do some... Okay. Uh, Old Miss at home. Win. Tech on the road. Loss. Oklahoma at home. When? Kansas State at home. When? TCU at home. When? Baylor on the road. Loss. OU on the road. Loss. K- 
Kansas State on the road. When? Oklahoma State at home. When? And then the end of Kansas and West Virginia. They lose them both. Yeah, so I think the big toss-up game there, because that's that's six wins, right? If I yep. do my math right. Yep. Texas Tech in Lubbock to me feels like more of a coin flip. Well, you said that was did you say that was a loss? I, I put it on you there as a loss. loss. <clears throat> Sorry, the TCU game at home feels like a big coin flip to me. TCU just took down Kansas, sure, in their homes barn or whatever but that's the one to me that feels like a game that could decide their season yeah so the longhorns have already gone to tcu if i'm not mistaken and beat tcu on the road yep yep so that was a big win on the road for for longhorns Hard to a, lot of, twice. a lot of the game a lot of the big 12 it the home teams have won almost all of the games. If you look at the stats and you tell me what the home teams have won in the Big 12, the majority of it is wins. I would say 75% are wins at home. So if they protect home court, they go. They go. Um, the West Virginia game is going to be a battle. The Kansas game is going to be a battle. Um, they can win some of those games. They can lose some of the games. Um, however, I think that they do go 6-4 uh, and four in their last the last 10 games. Regardless if they win tonight, Sports Buzz winners. Woo! Kansas, or Kentucky, 78. Mississippi State, 65. That's a cover for the Wildcats. Ooh, we're back in the winning streak, baby. Woo! Back in the win column. Count it. Um, So I'm going to get us moving along here. That was great, Texas 10. Um, I mean, we got a lot to look forward to for Texas. Uh, this It's a big stretch down to to the madness um and hopefully the boys can get it done uh but let's get some segments chad why don't you go ahead and start us off yeah we're going to go with that guys um of course our favorite college basketball team that's in so much scrutiny guys uh louisville's appealing scroll up val let me let me read the title of this um louisville's appealing uh, the NCAA penalties coming off of the 2013 national title. Um, looks like the NCAA is trying to strip him or has already stripped him of that national title. Um, because of Coach Rick Pitino being mm-hmm. suspended and all the stuff that he's done to put that program in a negative light. Guys, do you agree with this appeal by Louisville? Or do you think that this is kind of so far in the past to just let it, let it roll? Ballad, what do you got? I'll say, always stand up for what you believe. I'm good with the appeal. I'm fine with Louisville sticking up and saying, you know what? We won these championships on the court. We want to keep them. You know, in in my book, you know, whatever happened off the court, regardless of what it was, it, it didn't affect the play on the hardwood. So I'm totally good with this. I'll tell you what, I'm not good with this. Uh, Louisville. Look at a picture of Rick Pitino. You guys had this guy as your head coach for so many years. He looks like a sleazebag. He's a dirty, dirty, rotten cheat. I'm not good with this. You're going to lose your national championship. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm totally good with this. I think that you should appeal absolutely everything. You should fight as much as possible. Um, it's the American way. Hey, if, if, it, if the option's open to you, why just accept shit? Hell yeah. Go for it. Fight it on. Go for it. Um, I, I, I really think they're going to lose it, but uh, you got you to gotta at least try. 
All right, we're going to call the moving company for this next segment. Uh, basketball recruit and nephew of Jay-Z, Naziah Carter, uh, has committed to the Washington Huskies as of Saturday morning this past week. Um Washington, or I'm sorry, Carter was formally signed with Dayton under their head coach Archie Miller, but reopened his recruitment whenever Miller left to go to Indiana. Uh, he's a six foot six wing. Um, he is going to be phenomenal. I think Washington gets a big pickup here. Uh, what do you what do you think about this, Chad? Yeah, I think he's a one and done. I think he's gonna go to the Nets and uh, be on their farm team for forever, and then sign with Jay Z's record label. I tell you what, Washington's going to have a fire locker room when it's all said and done. Can you imagine the sound system that Jay-Z <laughs> installs in that weight room, in that locker room? It's going to be it's going to be fun to be a University of Washington basketball players for the next uh, 10 to 15 years. Yeah, if you're if you're the bench white guy, you're going to have a solid 4 years for the next 4 years. Yeah. I promise good. you it's going to be fun. If you stay for 4. Well, the white guys are staying for 4. You have play. But the Bose system stays forever. Ooh, let me ask you this: What is what is Jay Z's uh, sports uh, agency company called? What's the uh, name? Rock. Rock Nation. Rock Nation. Yeah. Rock Nation. I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Rock Nation is technically the all-encompassing umbrella of Jay Z's. Sure. So just wait. Rock Nation about to get hit with some bad recruiting or uh, some violations for some talking. Violation. Talking to uh, amateur athletes before their eligibility. So, do you know the highest profile player to come out of Washington? Washington? Yeah. Uh, he's probably a football player. <laughs> um, he is actually, he was actually selected first overall last year in the NBA draft. Uh, oh, Markel um, Fultz. Yeah. Markel Fultz. That has done absolutely zero nothing in the NBA, which we have to talk about at some point in our pro show. Because that kid has done absolutely nothing. Hey. And it's been overshadowed by Lonzo Ball. Why do you think the Celtics uh, didn't like that guy? Yeah. We got, we definitely have to talk about that. Very we got to back that. But, we got plenty of time to talk about that. But uh, our, <clears throat> our last segment uh, is going to be a moment of silence. Um, something a little bit more serious before we uh, close the show up. But uh, Washington State quarterback Tyler Holinsky uh, committed suicide uh, here recently. Um and his funeral is uh, set for this weekend, so we want to have a quick moment of silence uh, for Tyler uh, and his family. And we just want to let everyone out there know um, suicide is the worst possible thing. Uh, it, I can only imagine what it's like to feel like there is no one or nothing left out there for you uh, to be a part of or to to be involved with in any way. Um, I mean, I'm glad I have you guys to fall back on every week to give me some sort of semblance of uh, a worth here. Um, and I know for some people it's hard to come by, but always know that there there's someone out there that you can talk to. There's the suicidepreventionlifeline.org, um, and their phone number is also 1-800-273-8255. There's always someone out there to listen to uh, if you ever feel that way. So, uh, suicide, terrible thing, and uh, we just want to give a moment out to uh, the Holinsky family and, and apologize for that loss. I mean, that's it's a terrible tragedy. 100%. No, absolutely, and and like you said, Coach, it's um it's one of those things that you never want to hear in any situation. I've never dealt with depression myself, 
I know plenty of people I have. Um, and I've always been there to talk to people uh, whenever that stuff comes up. It's one of those things that if you don't ever go through it, you don't understand it. But if you're going through it, always know that there are people that will be more than happy just listen. Not really talk, but just listen to what's going on. And our lines are always open here at Sports Post as well. If you ever just want to vent, um, we're always here for you. 100%. Uh, so let's. with that being said, we'll get into first impressions. Um, and we got a brand new little game uh, for first impressions ballad. We're going to call it Ballad Lines. Uh, apparently, <coughs> basketball lines don't come out until, uh, what is it? Uh, the day before. The real degenerates know out there that you can't get college basketball lines until the day before, which makes this portion of our show very, very difficult to do because we, we have to choose between picking straight-up winners, which, you know, we're all very good at that. that super, almost too easy. And having to pick games that have will already been played by the time our listeners are listening to them, which is... Very fun for us, but I'm sure for our listeners, uh, almost zero enjoyment. So we're going to do a new thing okay. where I'm going to set the line <laughs> on these games. Yes, um, I'm going to see how close I can get. I'll say right now, I'm not an odds maker, but <laughs> I've, I've seen lines out there. I think I'll get better as the season progresses, but for now, um, we're going we're gonna to do this as we normally do it. We're going to play by the line that's stated during the during first impressions. Right. And next week, I'll I'll Oops. try to say, I'll, you know, the, the, next week I'll say which line I was the closest on and which one I was the farthest on. So I'll, I'll try to give a little insight into both sides of this story. All right, Ballad, we'll see how well you do. Uh, Cowherd, we're coming for you. Uh, just know that. Uh, you got a lot of action on your heels. Um, but more importantly, Ballad, what's the first game? The first game is on Friday night. We got Wisconsin taking on Michigan State in Lansing. Michigan State, a 12-point favorite. Oh! Expert, what's your first impression? Give me what? Give me Wisconsin, baby. Give me the badges. I'm taking Michigan State here. I'm going to have them cover that at home. Coach? 12 points at home. Can't go against the expert. I'm taking uh, Wisconsin. All righty. Right back at you, Coach. North Carolina State and North Carolina, a little rivalry match. We're going to meet at North Carolina, where they are a 10.5-point favorite. What is your first impression? 10.5 points couldn't be enough. Give me the Tar Heels. Uh, I am going to take NC State in this one. I think a rivalry game, you keep it a little bit closer sometimes, just means a little bit more. Jack? said ten and a half. Ten and a half. <laughs> oh, ten and a half is the line I set for this rivalry game. I think it's going to be eleven in the Tar Heels. Giving the Tar Heels. I'll give them to you. Chad, you'll get the first pick on this one. A game you're really excited about. Baylor is going to take on Florida in Gainesville, Florida. An eight and a half point favorite. What's your first impression? <laughs> Give me Baylor. <laughs> Give me Baylor. Yeah, I think eight and a half's a lot, man. I think I'm gonna take Baylor here too. <laughs> I kind of hate this line, but I already wrote it down. I'll take Baylor. You know, we said it's okay to go ahead and uh, pull for Baylor basketball. Fuck that shit. I'm going Florida. <laughs> I like that. He is a Florida fan. Um, I will say this next line's the one I feel the most confident about. Okay. Virginia is gonna take on Duke. At Duke, I got Duke. A two and a half point favorite here, at home. Coach, oh, that's a good line. First impression. It's good. 
Two and a half? No, I'm sorry, two. Just two. Just two? With a half point back. Duke's at home. Duke's at home. I'm picking Duke as the uh, my way too early favorite. So I will take Duke winning this game. Uh, I'm hoping for a push here. I like it. Uh, I'm going to take Virginia here. I think they're one of the best teams in basketball. And the best teams in basketball, at least from a college standpoint, find a way to win tough games on the road. I think this is one of those games. Chad, first impression. Man, this is a tough one. Bagley's so good. Duke's so good at home. <laughs> um... Give me Virginia. Here we go. Give me Virginia. <clears throat> Chad, two teams I fucking hate. OU and Alabama are going to play. Alabama is at home, and I got them as an eight-point dog. Oh, yeah. Give me Oklahoma all day long. OU here. All right. Uh, I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to take a meteor to hit this stadium and kill everybody inside of and it. And no one wins. And nobody wins. I win. <laughs> I'll take Alabama here. I think they find a way to cover... At home. I'm calling him. Especially the point of eight points. You know, give it to him. Alabama is better plus minus when they have three players on the court versus at five. I'm going with Oklahoma. I can't wait for the line to come out of this game and it's like fucking 16 16. points. It's going to be fantastic. Double. Uh, Zach. Yep. (laughs) Drink it, Ballad. Yep, that's a drink. Well. You said your own, a, you said a, your own name wrong. I said like a double drink. That's a drink for Dale. Oh yeah, fuck Dale. Um, coach, Texas A&M gonna take on Kansas. In Kansas, I got Kansas is a nine and a half point favorite in this one. What's your first impression? Nine and a half. Yep. At home. Uh, yeah, give me A&M. This is gonna be a close game. It's gonna be a really good game, but I think nine and a half is too much. Hmm. I I am partial to agree with you, but I gotta side with our expert here on the logic that the Big Twelve is just that much better than the SEC. I think Kansas finds a way to to pull a big one here. Chad, all right, what's the line? I got nine it. And Ten and a half. And a half, nine and a half. Yeah. So uh, Kansas lost tonight. They're not gonna play again until Saturday. Um, they're gonna come out with vengeance. Um, Born Big Twelve foe. Uh, give me Kansas on this one. Alrighty. Uh, Chad, last game of the night. Kentucky taking on West Virginia in Morgantown. I got West Virginia is a four and a half point favorite in this one. What's your first impression? It's a good line. Um, get four and a half. It's in Morgantown, yeah. right? Yes, it yes. is. Oh yeah, give me West Virginia in this one. Uh, I think it's going to be seven or eight. Um, Kentucky looked decent tonight, but West Virginia's West Virginia's press is just going to kill them. So give me give me West Virginia. Yeah, as my new way-too-early national champion pick, I'm going to ride with West Virginia here as well. And this is going to be our first uh, pod lock of the week. Uh, we're all taking Press Virginia in this one. Yeah, so if you find West Virginia minus 4.5 out there once lines come out, that's our that's our uh, show lock of the week. Um, that was Bow's lines for first impressions this week. This is going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. This is going to be fun getting out of, out of uh, football season. This is going to be a good bit coming forward. Uh, all right, we'll uh, get to our – well, we're already a little over time. That's okay. Uh, all right, let's uh, get to the return of Dickie V. What do you say? Should we get him on the line? Yeah, let's see if we can get Dickie V on the line. Um, do, a, do a little weekly awards. Did he Did he have him prepared this week? Do a little weekly awards. You know, you know I, was, I was talking to Dickie V, and for, for some reason – 
He always puts his awards out on Monday, and he hasn't got his out yet this week. So we're going to go back to last week and hit his awards. Um, Dickie V, do, uh, do we have you on the phone? Dickie V here, baby! What's up, Ballad? How you doing? Hey, it's good to have you, Dickie V. We are hoping uh, we could talk about your player of the week from last week. Hey, baby, real quick, the player of the week, you know, I'm fucking busy as shit. I can't get that stuff out to you guys quick enough, but the play of the week, Chandler Hutchinson, Boise State Broncos, baby. He scored 44 points against San Diego State. He's the play of the week, baby. Dickie B, that was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, why don't you let us know who was the team of the week last week? Alright boys, the team of the week this week, the Oklahoma Sooners, baby! I know you guys hate them, but the Sooners beat Texas Tech and TCU this week. They're looking good, boys! Dickie V, you're straight giving us fire this week. We absolutely love it. Who's the coach of the week this week, Dickie V? The coach of the week is David Byron for the Louisiana Cardinals! That's on the Louisville Cardinals. Sorry, I've been talking a lot tonight. They beat Florida State. They beat Virginia Tech. They don't have Rick Pitino, but they got David, and he is the coach of the week. Wow, Dickie V. Uh, appreciate that. Um, hey, Dickie V, I know you got a couple minutes left, but... Um, real quick, can I get a Dapper Dandy of the Week from you? Let me tell you, Ballard, a Dapper Dandy of the Week, boys. We're going back to Oklahoma, the Sooners, Trey Young. This freshman is absolutely phenomenal. No win against TCU, the kid scored 43 points. The kid is absolutely, say it with me, boys, amazing. <laughs> He's our Dapper Dandy of the Week, baby. Well, Dickie V, it's always a pleasure to have you on the Sports Buzz. Uh, we look forward to you hopefully keeping up with uh, your your uh, weekly awards, Dickie V, because you're such a huge part of our weekly show. Absolutely. We hope to have you on every week from here on out. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's already gone. But uh, we'll see. He's a busy guy. We'll see if we can get him next week. But. Okay. Well, you you know his uh, his manager has been hitting us up quite frequently recently, so uh, it looks like it's going to be a good season for Dickie V on the sports. Absolutely, board. man. He was wondering why he hasn't been on sooner, yeah. and we we had to like put him on the back burner. So I feel yeah. bad for Dickie V, but well, I knew he was going to come on and talk about all those sooners. I wouldn't have brought him on any sooner. We're gonna. You know what I'm he told us we didn't want to hear it, so we're gonna have to find some more time for Dickie V in the future. But uh, this has been a wrap for our amateur hour this week. Uh, no host, Dale. Fuck you. Uh, get your shit fixed because uh, shit's off the rails. We've gone over an hour again. That's fine. Cause we, had great, we had a great show. Uh, Chad, thanks for sitting in, bud. Anytime, brother. Ballad, thanks for pushing buttons. It's a pleasure to host podcast. Coach, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, this has been another edition of Sports Buzz. We are out of here. Let's. This party is officially over.